strong toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for April 28th. I'm your host, Jen Armstrong, and with me today is Kirsten. How are you doing, Kirsten? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be back. I feel weird that I missed two Sundays, but I'm glad to be back. Excited to uh, break down this end game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother Canada 7 live feeds. And it was day 57 in the house. Day 57. 57. Almost lots, there. Lots of days. Um, and uh, not, a, not a ton in terms of like change going on but still lots of like uh fallout from the day before we had a very long update yesterday i highly recommend everyone go listen to it if you want to know what's happening uh and why it's happening um but we did get a veto competition and so there's stuff to talk about there uh so we started the day uh Dane and Adam are both still on the block. Uh, Kira has put them up and uh, and they are talking together. Um, just last night, Adam was talking to or the night before Adam was talking to Anthony and Anthony was flipping Adam against Dane, saying that Dane has been doing things against you all season long and you didn't know it. And he has final threes with everyone and final twos with everyone. Um, and so in the morning, Dane was asking Adam, so what did Anthony want to talk to you about? And Adam was like, just asking questions. Nothing big. Yeah, he's like, I, I think I'm going home if I don't win this veto. Like, he doesn't think that that's the case. That's just what he's saying to Dane here. So you can see that the the seeds of, of mistrust have uh, taken hold here. Yes. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, really, he's not. Not giving Anthony uh, the details about that conversation. It is, in fact, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's sinking in. Uh, and Adam Adam has another conversation with Anthony where Anthony gives more dirt on Dane and says, "I I know even more things, but I you know I'm not going to get into everything." But uh, but man, that Dane, he's he's a bad one. Well, and I feel like that's kind of what Anthony did all day yesterday was just kind of uh, do everything he could to make it so that anyone he's talking to will only trust him. Like he did a really good job of that with Kira all day yesterday. Yes. Um, and so he does another whole big conversation with Adam about, you know, Dane. After Anthony leaves, uh, Adam just looks at the camera and he's like, this guy's an effing genius. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. Dane's been playing me the whole game. What? Yeah. He's like, Anthony, I don't even know what to think right now. Like this guy. Wow. Um, really, he's uh, really messing around in, in Adam's head here. Anthony is. Um, he's also messing around in Kira's head. Uh, they have they have a conversation where they talk about the season. They have a few of these over the course of the day. For some reason, talking about Chelsea and Sam a lot, and for some reason, just for 
kicks and giggles, I guess. Uh, Anthony is turning Kira against Sam and, and Chelsea. Yeah, I, I think what he's doing is kind of making it like all the people that you've trusted this whole time have actually been against you. Uh, you can't, you know, have faith or belief in what they've said this whole time. The only person who's really been honest with you is me. Trust me. And so he's really just making it so that he's the only one that Kira can turn to, basically. Yeah. Like all, all day long. Um, even because putting that doubt on like Sam and Chelsea and all that, that puts doubt on Adam too. So it really helps further that divide and make sure that Kira is closest with Anthony. Yeah. And so now Kira's trash talking Chelsea and Sam, even like by themselves. So much. Like, and Chelsea's on Twitter, not happy about any of this. Yeah. Which is understandable. This is hard to watch even as someone not connected to the situation at all. So being the person that is involved in this, I I can't imagine I'd be feeling great. I guess so. Uh, people really need to prime these uh, these pre-jury players about what they're going to experience. Um, <laughs> people need to prime all of the players about what they're going to experience. Very true. Very true. <laughs> um, so, uh, so then Mark is going to go. Uh, Mark is talking to Kira, and they have an interesting conversation. They have a lot of these. They've had a lot of these in the past, and so they're going to have another one. It's basically one of these conversations where they're like, "Hey, we know." that we're each other's best option in the final two, right? I mean, come on. Uh, They have one of those conversations. The difference this time is that shortly after this conversation, Mark runs straight to Anthony and says, guess what, Anthony? Kira's coming to me, approaching me for a final two deal, but you know where my loyalty lies. I'm with you, Anthony. And uh, I'm I'm sure they're doing the same thing to you. And Anthony's like, of course. Of course, we know we know what they're up to. Uh, Not good, Kira. Yeah, not good, because if there's one thing that Anthony cares about, it is loyalty. So to see someone as breaking that loyalty, not good. In this conversation with Mark and Anthony, though, also Mark is like, I convinced Dane that this whole thing was Kira's decision and not ours. Like, I don't worry. I got this. I covered it. And Anthony's like, in one day, I took it from us going up to them going up and it's like yeah (laughs) you did but okay yeah um so so this is interesting to me that anthony now knows for sure that kira is at the very least uh i because i do think that kira will would take anthony i do think i do think that uh but um they are still you know, weighing their options and they are still playing the field. And I don't think Anthony's going to like that. Uh, we didn't see much come of this today, but he is still talking to Adam uh, and telling Adam, I will keep you safe next week. I will not evict you next week if I win. Um, I don't think he plans on winning, but I think he might actually genuinely feel like maybe he wants Kira gone at the final four, uh, especially knowing that uh, that they are playing the field and that they are considering other options. Yeah, I could see that right now. But the other thing, too, is Anthony's got time. And so he can make Kira feel so guilty about this that they will abandon all plans of taking anyone but Anthony. So I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bet on any of this quite yet. Yes. Well, uh, so, but 
Just keep in mind, it's in Anthony's head now, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, this is, you know, some of the first, like, real confirmation after, you know, he's made these, like, final two deals with Kira that they are still uh, not loyal. And that matters. Yeah. That matters to Anthony. Um, so then we're going to get the veto competition. Feeds yeah. go down. Feeds come back. And Adam has won the veto I tweeted this out. I've been saying this basically every time we do this. Uh, this is Adam's seventh win, which ties him with Kevin and Dimitri uh, as the uh, the overall amount of competitions in one season. Uh, seven wins. But his percentage is is higher. Uh, seven of 13. Dimitri's percentage is uh, something like the low 40s and uh, Kevin is uh, in the high 30s. Um, Adam is over 50%, uh, which is the best statistic, uh, honestly, in, in any, any, you know, North American season. But Canada is different than us. So you can't really compare it to those people, but definitely very, very up there ties the, uh, ties the record for the Canadian wins with the highest percentage. So even if he doesn't win another competition, uh, Adam is officially the, uh, the top of the leaderboard when it comes to, uh, competitions in big brother Canada. Okay. Yes. So he is very impressive in all of these competitions. He's strong in mental competitions, extremely strong in physical competitions. And if he had been able to play the veto when he was HOH this season, he definitely would have already had like the higher number of competitions, I, I think. Yeah, because he's won four out of the five veto competitions he's played in. And if he was HOH, he would have competed in three or sorry, if the twitch if the twist wasn't uh, in place this week, this season where the HOH doesn't play veto, he would have played in three extra veto competitions. Now, something to consider is that that's a double edged sword because only five players are playing in the veto as opposed to six, which does mm-hmm. give him better odds of winning a veto competition. But uh, so I, I don't know if we can like really go crazy about it but i think they balance each other out enough to say this definitely compares to uh, to other players definitely and then the other thing too is honestly i think adam probably benefits the most from the hoh not playing in the veto because that allowed him to kind of temper his threat level even on those hoh weeks by not also winning veto because we've seen time and time again that when the hoh also wins veto that same week that's when people start going oh wow we've got to be worried about this Yes. And so and I'm already seeing in the chat. So uh, I, a lot of people are like, OK, OK, Adam, great at competitions. He's he's the comp guy. Uh, but I feel like this stat can, can kind of overshadow the fact that if you look at all of these other people who have competition wins, right, like the big competition beasts, uh, Kevin, Dimitri, uh, John, um, you know, even, you know, people like Erica and Johnny, uh, they all won competitions when they had to. They had to win many of those competitions that they won in order to stay in the game. Otherwise, they were going to be evicted. That has not been the case with Adam yet at all. For any of his seven wins, none of them were a must win situation. I think people. I would are severely, argue this veto was a must, a must win. Well, I, here I, I think that there's a difference between you must win and one other person must not win. 
That, you know I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I, I would say that, like, even going into next week, he, he, he'd probably be in a must-win situation. Even, even with Anthony working for him, I think he's probably in a must-win situation. But up until this point, um, if he doesn't win this, as long as Dane didn't win, he would have been okay. And from what we can tell in the uh, from the conversations about this veto competition, Dane was one of the first people out. Um, it was, I believe, the same one that yeah. Will threw in the final five last season where they were standing on like little pegs or whatever. Yeah, um, the, the voodoo doll competition, which I think means they did the same veto at final five two years yeah. in a row. Um, and that competition is just height is massive in that competition. So I think that Adam was always going to be a front runner for this one. And, and people like Jane and Kira were always going to struggle Yes. Um, because height is height is just is massive. Because if you make a mistake, being tall enough, you can make up for it. Whereas if you are sh- on the shorter side, you have to do it perfectly every single time yes. in order to complete the competition. So, uh, so I thought that was important to point out as well that I I am of the opinion that none of these were must win competitions. Uh, so people that are like, oh, he's he's only competitions like you might consider some other people to be only competitions. I mean, even Kayla, who many people consider to be a very good strategic player, if not a uh, adequate social player at the very least, um, you know not only looked at for competition wins, I don't think the same should be said of Adam. I think that he had a very good social game and a very good strategic game to go along with these competition wins. Of course, they're overshadowed by what Anthony has accomplished this season. Um, but I don't think that means that that Adam is pure competitions in the way that some people might think hearing these statistics. Well, and the other thing, too, is Adam was the one who came in with this idea of having the four the lines of four with the like satellite pieces, like he came in with that and that shaped literally the entire season. And that cannot be understated. Yeah. I I've seen people, I've seen people say, uh, well, Adam was terrible strategically. What are you talking about? Uh, he was carried, he was carried by Dane and Anthony. Uh, and it's like, yeah, because his strategy was to make an alliance that protected him throughout the season <laughs> And that's what happened. Yeah. And like, and he created the alliance. So even if he's carried by that alliance, well, he's the one who came up with it. So I I don't really understand that. That was the point of creating it was to get carried by them. Right. Like, (laughs) uh, anyway, now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back and we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, so Adam has won seventh competition and honestly i think i think this might be jumping the gun i think adam's gonna break the record he's got two chances uh next week uh one in four uh, or sorry one in three chance at winning hoh he just needs to beat anthony and mark uh it'll probably be mental so he might have trouble beating mark but He's definitely got a uh, a chance there um, and then a one in four chance at winning the veto. Uh, considering the, the the fact that he has won four out of the five vetoes he's played in um, and this one will only have four people. You got to You got to imagine he's going to have a pretty good chance at winning at least one of those competitions. Um, so how, how, well does Adam, how well does Adam know the days, though? Because normally the final four veto is like a massive like puzzle slash how the days fit together. Like I, all I can think of right now is the, um, the buildings in BB can three when they had to like get the train track and everything. Well, it's, it's interesting. Cause I think we really need to see 
the uh the hoh competition it will be it will be tonight because it was another mental comp and it's one that kira won and it's one that apparently mark did pretty poorly in um and i believe adam did okay in it we know that uh mental competitions are, are the only competitions that adam has not won right so uh so that's important to note he did come in second place during the first double eviction uh or sorry no he won the first double eviction yeah. sorry he did win that mental competition it was Eddie that came in second place. Yeah, but the that mental competition is a little bit different. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like the earlier ones are just not as in-depth as the later ones get. It's true. Uh, he, does, he does study quite a lot. He knows his days. I think... Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to... I think he knows enough to be competitive, and I think that's all that matters, because mm -hmm. we... Like we talked about Paris as somebody that studied a lot, uh, who that that seemed to know her stuff, but then when it came to in the competition, she always got a bunch of stuff wrong. And we we're like, Paris, when it comes down to crunch time, just can't win, can't answer the questions correctly. And then, lo and behold, uh, she wins the last couple of uh, of mental competitions, and and there you go. So I think that he definitely will have a leg up. Anything that is combining mental and physical. I think he'll have uh, a leg up as well. He'll be able to get things done faster. I think he knows his stuff well enough that uh, that he can win these competitions. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if Adam uh, breaks this record. He, I mean, he could win both of these competitions and smash the record. Um, uh, so, who knows? Wow. And yeah, if he wins just one of them, that puts him in the position to play in the final HOH, which he will win at least one part of that. And I think no matter what, yes. it's honestly, it's the final three HOH that I think he might have trouble with um, because that's the final, the part three of the final three HOH comes down to just questions. Mm -hmm. And if he is up against either Kira or Mark, um, I think that he might lose there. He's lost to both of them in, in these question competitions before. So that's where I feel like uh, Adam might be the, uh, the final three person that, that falls. That yeah, fails. He, would, he would have to be against Anthony, right? Yeah. To guarantee he wins that part. Yeah. Mm. Tough. So, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. Adam's probably going to be in the final three with Anthony and Mark or Anthony and Kira, probably Anthony and Mark. Um, and if that is the case, uh, I think that he needs to throw the first part of the HOH to Anthony. Uh, because I think Anthony can beat Mark in the, in part one, probably depending on what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, cause last time it was like, what was it like? Some kind of weird balancing stuff on a thing going back and forth. I can't remember now. Oh, but it's usually um, pretty physical. They had, they were like on little boats and they had to like go across with the string and they had to do stacks of coins. Right. Yes. The stacks. Yeah. Um, he, he needs to, he needs to play it. He needs to try and figure it out. He needs to make sure that Anthony gets to the final, the final part and not Mark. And I think that's doable considering the first two competitions, but, um, I don't know. If I, I feel like it's, it's a narrow road to, to get there. I think. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, so then, uh, so Adam has won. Adam has won the, the veto. Talked about the uh, significance of that. Yeah. Um, he is going to talk to Dane afterward and they talk about uh, making sure Mark goes up. Dane feels like he has no chance if Anthony goes up because Mark will absolutely vote him out. But if Mark goes up, he can maybe get Anthony's vote. In fact, he can probably get Anthony's vote. He's had a final two with Anthony all season long. Yeah, they uh, do. Yeah. And Dane asks Adam if he will vote for him to stay. Adam says, yeah, you're good. It's all right. I can get Anthony. 
We'll be okay. Um, Dane does not want Kira anywhere near the final three. He does not want them anywhere close to the end. He does not want them winning this game. Dane is absolutely pissed that he did not get Kira out week two. And he he says this several times yesterday over the course of the day. Like, oh, I should have got Kira out. I could have gotten Kira out. Like, they shouldn't be here. Uh, Like, several times in front of people, just to the cameras alone, like, he says it so much yesterday. Yes. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he, he's very, very against Kira. He says, uh, he thinks Mark and Kira might have a final two. Um, so he's worried about that, uh, cause he doesn't want Kira getting anywhere near there. Um, yeah. Adam and Kira are going to get into it again because, uh, Kira is doing this thing. Uh, it's, it's, I, I, I call it like aggressive apologizing. Like, um, <laughs> like, Kira betrayed Adam and now Kira is trying to force Adam to forgive them. Like, but they you know what I mean? do it in this weird way where they're like, I told you so. I told exactly. you that this would work. And it's like, that that's not how you ask for forgiveness because you're still making it seem like your plan was always this. Everything worked out fine. So why would you be bad rather than like, you know what? I've been thinking about it and I put you up because I was really worried about you using the veto on Dane, but you know what? That was the wrong choice. I'm so sorry. Like, I can't believe I put you through this. Something along those lines, actually like asking for forgiveness rather than being like, well, it worked out. So forgive me. Right. And, and like, and also this thing where like, so you'd, you'd better forgive me. And then if the person doesn't just immediately go, you know what? You're totally right. I'm not going to hold any grudge against you ever. And, and I completely forgive you for betraying me. Uh, if they don't do that, then I, I mean, Adam, it's just a game. Why are you, why are you being like this? Why won't you forgive me? It's so, I can't believe you're, you're, you're doing this to me, Adam. You, you would not forgive me. <laughs> yeah. So Kira put Adam up. Adam wins the veto. And now Kira is the one who's upset that Adam won't forgive them so it's very very um confusing and adam now feels very strongly that kira has a final three with mark and anthony Mm -hmm. and kira's like that's presumptuous (laughs) (laughs) like like really (laughs) because actually everything that's happened here points to that conclusion it really does yes uh yeah uh that's just it's the way things work it's the way things work here um so uh so that's that's going on there um anthony uh, tells mark after this whole thing happens because kira goes to anthony and says oh i adam's saying that this adam's saying that, that this was a mean thing to do and he won't forgive me and it's so it's so terrible of him i can't believe he won't respect my move uh you know and anthony says no no you made the biggest move of the season you are the most impressive player we have ever seen uh and then anthony goes to mark and he's like Adam's guilt tripping Kira again. Make sure you tell them, make sure you keep telling them this was the biggest move of the season. They're so impressive. Uh, you're so impressed. Uh, they need, they need to keep hearing that so that they, uh, they don't, they don't regret their decision. Yeah. So Anthony already knows exactly how to counter this. And I mean, they know how to work Kira. So yeah. Uh, Kira is going to have another conversation with Adam a little bit later where uh, they eventually tell him Mark will be going up on the block as the replacement when he takes himself 
down. They um, they start talking about like whether Adam has broken the comp record. Uh, he's like, well, no, no, <laughs> hey, no way. Uh, Erica won like nine competitions, right? Like uh, I'm I'm far I'm far off. <laughs> I also just like the comparison to Erica, who went pre jury, like. At least compare yourself to someone who made it to the end of the game. At this point, he has almost won double the competitions that Erica did. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, uh, the it's uh, recency bias. So, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, so they also talk about uh, Kira says, you know, I've I've known I've known for so long about this guy's thing. You know, because Sam overheard you and Dane. Uh, that's when we found out. Um, and uh, and then just more and more about like uh, revisionist history about how they knew everything. And uh, and they, they, they've been working behind the scenes to counteract the, the pretty boys. Uh, they don't know it's called the pretty boys, though. Um, and, you know, we knew it was the four of you. Meanwhile, just a few days ago, they were talking about like uh, how Damien was definitely involved and how mark was not involved and how it broke up you know three weeks ago and uh but now as they're learning more details they're incorporating those details into their past past you know retelling Mm -hmm. Uh, and you guys you know we we were watching you guys always had your morning meetings and adam was like we went weeks without getting together the four of us which is absolutely true, which is one of the like one of the reasons they've been so uh, dysfunctional is because they didn't get together and talk a whole lot. But Kira's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 we saw we saw every morning we saw you go. No, and that's so not then, what we did. Like, even though it's like, yes, Sam witnessed the conversation of Dana and Adam and that's real. And so at that moment for like what it was like three days, they were really concerned about this guy's alliance. And so like, yeah, that's a true fact. But then when you mix in all of this just made up garbage it makes it so that nobody believes anything kira is saying at this point they're like yeah yeah sure kira it's the same kind of way that people treat mark when they're like yes sure mark yes (laughs) um so uh you know it's I'm just I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I'm prepared to have the exit interview where I'm not even allowed to to say anything else uh, except and just let let them tell me that they knew everything all along. Um, I'm surprised you don't already have all of the questions drafted. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll try and uh, get some get some questions in uh, that, that, that ask, you know, the right the right things. You, you know, you know what I could do is ask for a detail that didn't exist. And see if they say they knew about it. That would be very fun. And I endorse that. Oh, that would be that would be that would be a lot of fun. All right. <clears throat> you could ask um if what flavor of Kool-Aid Anthony made that they liked the best. <laughs> that would be a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> Adam, uh, Adam does, uh, does, you know, give them more details. Uh, he says that, uh, you know, before he and Dane even walked into the house, they were standing in line. They gave each other a fist bump. <laughs> fist bump before they even entered the house. Uh, it was love at first sight. That's like. Just thinking back to like being in that lineup, you're not even supposed to look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> You just look at the floor. 
so um, he, he he also goes on to explain that he loves the brigade. They were four guys. They came in. They had a game plan. They got close with other people um, and they ran the house and that he formed that alliance, uh, formed this alliance on that one. Uh, he, b- b- long before he even came into the house, he wanted to do this and he made it happen. Um the way that he tells it, I, I think is, uh, is, is good. If he does make it to the final two, I think it will be pretty compelling. Uh, if Kira's in the jury, they will probably be able to now explain, uh, a bit more. And, and certainly it looks like Adam was, uh, at the reins of that alliance, which he was. So, um, this is all, this is all good. I mean, Adam's doing good work here with Kira for jury management. If Kira does leave next week, which I do think they are kind of likely to. So, um, it's good. Yeah, and it's the same type of just open, frank communication that he's been having in his goodbye messages, which have been Mm -hmm. very, very strong. So uh, I do like that Adam has the strength of being able to explain his game in like a short period of time, clearly, without making it seem like he's like talking down to you. I think that's going to do really well for him. And if he ends up in the final two questioning, I would not be surprised if we got one of the, the best final two like responses. Because... Like, normally they're not great. Let's be real. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, So then we're going to get Dane and Anthony. And this is uh, is really the last big conversation of the night. The the, the most important one here. Um, Because Dane is asking Anthony, hey, I've got your vote, right? And Anthony says, here's the thing. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Um, and the that other was thing, the wind being released. From the, the other sails. thing too is Dane set this conversation up pretty well by being like, you know what? If you go up, I won't even campaign. Mm-hmm. I will go home. But if Mark goes up, do I have your vote? Which I, I thought was a really good way to set that up. Yes, uh, like we need to make sure that Kira doesn't put you up. Uh, you know, if you did, then you know we're screwed, and I'm not even going to campaign against you. Um, so Anthony says, here, here's the thing. Did you try and get me up on the block this week? Dana's like, no, no, you didn't. You didn't push for me to go up against Mark where I definitely go home. He's like, no, no, no. All I said, all I said was that if you won the veto and took Mark down, it would force Adam on the block. I didn't want you to go home. I did not. You were not ever somebody that I wanted to go home. That's all. That's all I said this week. That's all I said this week. And, Um, And Anthony goes back to, well, if it's me against Mark. I would go home a hundred percent. And it was implied to me that that's what you were doing. Yeah. It's like, no, you wouldn't have gone home. You wouldn't have gone home. But like Anthony is like, so in his feels in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And Dana's just like, no, like at the start of it, like Dana obviously comes in confident because he and Anthony have had a final two this entire time. And then as the conversation goes on, you could just see Dane getting, more and more upset, concerned, confused, like what? And then obviously getting fired up too. Yes. And, uh, and so, you know, Dana's like, we've been, we've been ratted eyes from, from the start, man, like uh final two, I've been loyal to that. Uh, and, and he's like, you know, I, I, I hear you, but, but have you? Because <laughs> remember Corey? Oh, uh-oh. Remember Corey, because we had a final three with Corey. He turned on her. If we were ride or dies, why weren't you with me with about Corey? Why? Why not? Why not, Dane? 
And Dave's I, like, are, you're, are you mad at me? <laughs> it's like, we, yeah, we had, we had a final three. Corey was good for your game. You knew that I had Corey 100%. And you went with Adam. You went with Adam. Adam is the only reason you went and took out Corey. And Dana's like, no, I took out Corey. She beat me in competitions. Uh, it's like, I'm sorry we didn't see eye to eye on that one. Exactly. We didn't because we weren't together. We didn't make that decision <laughs> together. You were not with me. He's like, getting rid of Corey was not loyal. No. It was uh, not loyal. <laughs> it's, this is really funny because Anthony talks so much about like, my pack of friends were loyal. I, I, if I'm your friend, I am with you, ride or die. I'm, I've got your back in every scenario. But, uh, but very clearly, this only a, like uh, Anthony being with you and you being with Anthony means that you'd better agree with Anthony all the time. Because if you don't agree with him, it's done. Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing too is in this conversation, like a few times, Dane brings up Damien of like. Well, but Damien had your back and we could have gone with, with Damien. And Anthony's like, no, if you were really with me, we would have kept Corey mm-hmm. because you have to do everything that he thinks is the right decision. And that's it. He is not going to come to what you think is the right decision. It has to be his choice. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, he's like uh, in Esty, you were keeping Esty around. Esty was saying my name. Dan's like, Esty wasn't saying your name. Esty was going after Adam. Esty was always going after Adam. Uh, I always made sure that she wasn't going after you. She never said your name to me. Uh, and Anthony's like, it's not what I heard. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what you heard. I, <laughs> but, but I did not hear that. She never once, Esty never once said your name to me. Uh, and Anthony's like, okay. Yeah. And then Dan's like, but. Like I turned on them. I turned on Esty and Damien. I got I just took Damien out. He's like, you you made a final three with Damien and Adam. What was what was that about? It was to make him feel comfortable. So he didn't go after us. Yeah, he's like, I, I literally you. just took him out. He's the reason why I wasn't safe this week because I couldn't win this HOH. Because I won HOH and took him out for you guys. And so then Anthony pivots again and he goes, The Corey thing really bothered me. You're supposed to be my guy at all yeah. times. Yeah, we should, we should have kept Corey, man. Like my guy at all times. Once Corey leaves, who's next? Me. And Dane's like, but you're still here. <laughs> you, I'm. So, you went. You went with Adam on that, and now you know you're you're with Adam now. Do, uh, let, let me ask you this: Do you have a final two with Adam? Dane's like. I, I, well, yes, yes. You know, he he, uh, uh, he approached me a few weeks ago um, and, and he said he wanted to take me to the end. We don't even have like a formalized thing. He just said he wanted to take me to the end. I let him believe that I wanted to take him to the end. Uh, but it's not like a finalized thing. Not, it's not like you and me. You know, I have been loyal to you, Anthony. Um, and then he says, you don't have a final two since day one. It's like, no. No, definitely not. He's like, no, the, like two weeks ago. Yeah. The only, the only thing is that Adam and I fist bumped before we entered the house. That's the only thing I did not make a final two deal with Adam. Um, I think Dane might be telling the truth. I think that Adam is under the assumption that they've had a final two deal since day one because of the fist bump. 
and like yeah. and Which, like you how know they- what? I th- I think that that is a valid thing to be like oh yeah we had this fist bump like <laughs> our relationship is bigger than this house because we had our fist bump before we entered the house. <laughs> Um, but, but then like the, I, I saw a tweet today where the actual like conversation where this was established happened like three, three weeks ago, maybe four. Yeah, I, I think that Dane is, is actually telling the truth here. Um, and I think that part of the confusion is that Adam is has been under the assumption because Dane has been letting him think that that they've had a final two deal since day one. Uh, but Dane was careful with his words and never actually gave Adam his word about final two. Uh, and I do think that Dane did then give Anthony his word about final two. And Anthony has been the only person that Dane has promised final two to. Uh, and he has been loyal to uh, to Anthony for a while. He has considered other options at various points, um, like potentially taking Mark. Uh, and and so I don't know if he always would have been loyal to Anthony, but I do believe he is being truthful in, in terms of like, uh, you know, Anthony always being his his final two. Um, uh, he's definitely gotten more bold about uh, leading Adam on lately, though. And he does want Adam in the final three, knowing that Adam will take him. But I do think that Dane would have taken uh, Anthony in the final three of Dane, Anthony and Adam. Uh, so, yeah, but that's not, that's not good enough for Anthony. Um, no. Like, oh, and it's, okay. yeah, Dane comes down to literally apologizing. Like, I'm, I'm sorry about Corey. Like we're still a team. We're still together. It's us since day two. As he's like, well, we were always supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. He's like doing like this guilt tripping is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he, uh, he's like, you know, so Dane is like, so, so like you, dude, you're, you're my right. You're, you're going to abandon me now. Like you're, you're going to leave me when I need you the most. And, uh, Anthony's like, you left me with Corey. <laughs> Dane's like, I'm in a do or die situation asking you for help and you're not going to help me. The life is draining from Dane as he realizes this is the end of his game uh, and, and that uh, that Anthony controls his fate and he is he's running into a brick wall. And so uh, Dane, Dane they, they just kind of like, you know, peter out into silence. Dane eventually leaves. Um, he's going to spend the rest of the night like really just contemplating the fact that that this is this is the end for him um he ends the night uh you know talking to himself like this not gonna give up not gonna give up need to keep fighting i need to work on anthony this is not the end of my game i cannot let this be the end of my game um i think part of him is like so mad that he knows his days so well and he's he can't even compete in a day's competition to save himself yeah, I think that's that's definitely a big part of it. And the other thing, too, is like that conversation with Anthony was a really long conversation. And Dane, like especially at the start, like was doing a good job of coming back to what Anthony was saying and like using logic and, and reason. It wasn't like super one sided. But then every single thing, like if Dane would counter one of Anthony's points, he would abandon that point and go back to Corey because obviously there's no explanation for getting rid of Corey. And it just like... Dane couldn't do anything by the end of the conversation he's just like well I'm asking you for help like love you Anthony's like love you too Mm -hmm. so uh, Dane Dane feeling pretty defeated Uh, you know there's going to be a lot of group conversations late into the night Um, Dane is just like uh, you know it's great I'm going home Uh, guys I went to engineering school I 
<laughs> I'm not as dumb as you think I am. I play. I've been playing dumb. I'm actually smart. Go figure. Um, I was still like at one point he's like, "Wow, can't wait to go to jury." Sam's gonna kick me in the balls. Corey's gonna <laughs> kick me in the balls. Essie's gonna slap my face. Damien's gonna knock me out. <laughs> yes, which is absolutely still a strategy. <laughs> trying to say the jury hates me. Yeah. Uh, he uh, th- th- also. This is kind of a funny thing. Like most of the night, the pretty boys keep just like getting together, the four of them, to like reminisce, and then Kira shows up. Hey guys. Oh, sorry if I'm interrupting. <laughs> sorry if I ruined your stuff. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you did ruin their stuff on like a much larger scale, Kira. Um, and uh, so they're they're talking more about the alliance too. And uh, Kira's Kira at one point is like, so so what was your what was the name, guys? And silence. Mark's like, oh, yeah, we couldn't think of one. Well, first there's silence for like a good 30 seconds. Yeah. Kira's like, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Tell me the name. And then finally, Mark is like. No, we never came up with one. Yeah, we just we 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 couldn't figure one out. Like uh, we 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 thought about it. We tried to figure stuff out. But we couldn't find anything that we liked. So we just never. He was like, oh, come on, yeah. come on. You never had one. Come on. Uh, and Mark's like, no. Nope. Yeah. And uh, as a younger sibling, I really connect with Kira here because he's like, come on. Like, come on. Tell me. Come on. Like, are you sure? Like, just like popping in, being like, what you guys doing in here? What's happening? It's like a very like as the youngest, I am certain I've been that person so many times. Like, hey, what's up, guys? What, uh, what you doing in here? You breaking the rules? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really like that's really curious. Like position in the game at this point is that like uh, nobody really wants to like talk to them, and so they keep they keep just like interrupting the group conversations. And well, they um, just want to be included. <laughs> Um, Adam was always the one that tried to include them and, uh, well, yeah, we saw how that worked out. Um, you don't, you don't include the plague. It's, it's death. Um, yeah. So it turns out when Mackie was evicted, he said, I'm putting a plague on all of you and he stored it in Kira. Mm hmm. Uh, so that's really what we've got for you today. Uh, I believe the veto ceremony is taking place today um, instead of Monday. I think I saw that. Um, we uh, just this morning we got uh, we got another very uh, passionate plea from uh, from Dane to Anthony. Um, Anthony didn't say a word and said, uh, "We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit later." Um, so I, we'll see if that goes anywhere. I do feel like though, even just like. Dane's tone in that conversation felt so rehearsed that I don't know if it is going to go his way. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Anthony is that, like, I he's hard to read sometimes. Like, yeah, well, and if he gets bored, he'll change his mind because right. he'll be more entertaining. Yeah, like I could, I could see Anthony just being like, you know what, Dane is more loyal than Mark. Bye, Mark. Like, I. He could if he wanted to. He's that kind of player. I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't I don't I can't say for certain that it won't in the same way that I would if Anthony was another player. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's weird stuff. Yeah. Um, if he, like if he gets bored, all bets are off. Like we have no idea what he'll do. Yeah. Uh, so, so who knows, but, uh, probably not, but who knows? Um, so, uh, another thing to, to quickly point out, uh, I tweeted this out. The ratings have been great for uh, Big Brother Canada 7 and uh, something that I noticed the double eviction ratings were very high much higher than than normal um, and so I looked back uh, and I compared the double eviction ratings for Big Brother Canada 4 and Big Brother Canada 7 and I compared them to the triple eviction ratings for Big Brother Canada 5 and Big Brother Canada 6 and guess what ah double they evictions were higher significantly outperform triple evictions in the ratings. The other thing though to consider is Big Brother Canada 4 has the highest ratings out of any of the the seasons and season 7 is now in second place for that. BB Can 5 had historically bad ratings which was a big part of why we ended up in the situation we did Uh, and then so yeah I guess you could compare to season six would be I think a more apt comparison but I I don't think it's a straight one-to-one just because of how the seasons were overall no yeah for sure I mean uh, ratings in general uh, to draw (laughs) any real conclusions from them we need more information yeah Um, but uh, but but if if I were to come up with a theory I think that uh, the editing for this season has been significantly better than previous seasons I think that that has a large portion to do with uh, how well it's doing I think that the casual audience has a very different mindset from the Twitter audience and that also has a lot to do with the ratings this season and in terms of triple evictions versus double evictions double evictions tend to perform even better than uh, other episodes triple evictions don't seem to do much to the ratings at all and, and in some cases they are lower than other episodes so that's all I'm saying. I'm, all I'm saying is if if the producers are like, hey, we need triple evictions because they bring in the ratings. Definitely have no evidence that they bring in ratings. If anything you have evidence that they drop ratings that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Just the, the uh, crusade to not have triple evictions, I, which I think a lot of people can't get behind. Because the other thing, too, with like the triple goes so fast. And then p- normally, since Big Brother's always a vote to evict, but then in the triple, they do the vote to save. Like that could be confusing for people. Like it's just a whole mess. Not to mention how annoying it is. That we've talked about this, that they have to talk about the triple eviction all season long and stifle gameplay because of it. Um, so. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. No, I can't forget about that little part. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's what we've got for you today. I will be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern to, Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother Canada 7 live feeds. Tonight, we will be live to recap uh, the uh, the. HOH and nomination episode of Big Brother Canada 7. And then Tuesday night, we will be live to update the stock watch. We'll see what happens there and uh, and, and recap the uh, the whole week in, on the feeds. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Um, so follow me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can follow Kirsten at Kirsten said what? What did you say, Kirsten? Well, you have to go to my Twitter to find out. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I'll see you next time. Bye, guys. 